Hey y'all. Welcome to the Awkward Mom Stage Podcast, a podcast where Lola, that's me, a millennial mom talks to friends about life, motherhood, and everything in between. Every Wednesday, I bring you topics that we all struggle with, whether we're a parent or not. Every stage of motherhood is awkward. Whether you have one kid or six, you're a dog mom, or you feel like your partner's mom, things can get messy. I'm for sure an awkward mom, navigating all the growing pains that come along with millennial mom life. Feel stuck in an identity crisis? Feel like your life lacks direction? Goals feel distant? Well, you're not alone. Tune in every Wednesday as I go through the crazy coaster called life with you. This podcast celebrates motherhood in all forms for exactly what it is, awkward. I'm your host, Lola Nicole. Grab yourself a glass of water or wine, whichever suits your day, and get ready because the awkward mom stage starts now. Let's say I'm recording. Yep, Lola is recording the call. Cool. Back to All my right. GPS. So we're there we go. Another, another episode. Hello, this everyone. Is kind of a car cast because we're both in the car right now. That's true. The driving and doing the thing. It's nice out tonight, though. Not that much traffic. I'm yeah, down for it. Nice. I always feel like it makes me laugh because you can always tell when I'm in my car when we are recording because it, it, something will happen random on the road. And I'm just like, whoa, what the heck was that? And it's like, oops, I forget that we're recording because random stuff's happening on the road. So, yeah, makes for interesting, interesting topic. It's dark now, though, so. So many trees I drink down right now because of, no, it's so many trees down right now and so much debris because of the hurricane last night. It's so crazy that you guys inland had a hurricane and in Florida, we're just... Most nothing like, i was driving no, no it's so crazy i don't understand it's so, it's so weird um a friend of mine was saying he had no power today you guys you were talking about the damage and i'm like th- this really went hard like your fence is all messed up he had no power all day his internet was down everything was down and i was looking at some other stuff in a facebook group i'm in and i don't know it's just crazy i was just like what's going on here yeah so many a lot of my clients didn't have power um we have power thank god like our power did not go out didn't go out i was not trying to deal with that again like we did in florida for the hurricanes like i was like okay it is the worst when you lose power man it really stinks yeah it's hot it's dark like don't nobody then you you don't really realize how much you need power until you only got it and then you're like damn like well, maybe I'll go do. Nope, just kidding. It it involves power, so. I oh, I know it's so that. funny. You just go do things out of muscle memory, where you go to flip a light switch, and you're like, "Hello, bitch, your power is off." Hello, your power. All, like, all my guests were like, "Oh my god!" Not having top. I guess they all went to Starbucks, and my guest was like, "Yeah, it was like an hour and a half in the Starbucks line because nobody had power." I was like, "Oh my god, that's so crazy!" And my one guest was like, "Yeah, I have a plug socket in my car. I was about to go plug my coffee pot in if that power did not come on. I was crying out. I was like, oh my god." Listen, I'm gonna tell you that's that's the vibe i've been on now that i'm not nursing hardly nursing anymore i just am a caffeine queen it's like a three a day situation where it's like before i was pregnant i i have been pregnant for the last what three years four years i had peyton and then he nursed for forever almost two years and then i stopped nursing and got pregnant with grayson so it's one cup of coffee town which I had already been doing one cup of coffee a day the whole time I nursed Peyton and the whole time I was pregnant. 
So that's like two years, almost three years of one cup. And then I had Grayson. So it was like one cup, one cup. And now I'm like hitting it hard, like three cups a day. So I feel them like I will plug this into this car to get this coffee. When I run out of creamer, I'm like, ooh, hey, can I run to 7-Eleven really quick? Because I need to go get either some creamer or a cup of coffee from 7-Eleven. Because this coffee's got to happen today. Like, (laughs) all day long. I guess we're not having it. I know. I really should stop. I should stop and just really get on my water vibe. I probably would look younger. I don't see it happening. Like, I'm not going to stop. I'm just saying I probably should. For a more youthful vitality look. <laughs> I mean, I have enough creams and serums for that. You're good. That's what I'm saying. Like, I, pff, you kidding? I, this face, all the creams, pack it all in. Everybody says I don't need Botox, but I'm really, um, I'm considering something. I don't know. I, my under eye is just dark. I just want something to brighten that up, but I don't think that's Botox. I don't know what that is, but I definitely know I don't want under I don't eye want them under eye filler because nope. They I'm different. sorry, but Both like things. they look okay and then they start to look really shitty. So no Well you have to keep it up or else you have even worse dark under eye circles. Yeah, I don't know. I just know when Amrezi or Amrezi said like when she showed hers, I feel like it turned me off from them since then. She was like, Oh yeah, no, I'm not with that shit. I did it once and never again. So yeah. And it's like by your eye. No, I'm good. Yeah. Give me some serum I, or something, but I'm about to get into that K beauty because they look they look twelve years old when they're seventy. So um Yeah, you be like, How old is she? It's like, oh I, she's eighty five. What? I'm gonna tell you, it's too it's so expensive. I wanna try one. It's so expensive though, and I'm just like, Oh, do y'all have a sample kit? And it's like, No, we don't because we're not for broke bitches. So you're also the I'm just saying, like, everybody else, like, medium, high-end and medium brands, they have, like... like a trial size, or, like, a Yeah. Sample? Not a sample, but, yeah, a trial oh, size. Oh, okay. That's what I meant. <laughs> I was like, these, they are not giving you a deal. No, not, like, um, Goodbye. Excuse you, excuse you, Glossier gives out samples. They surely do. When Glossier, you order stuff yeah. from them, when you order stuff from them, they give you, sometimes they give you, like, oh, well, three yeah, samples. Oh, You can get yeah, and they, three. And the, yeah, they do. They give you so many samples. They give you stickers. Kiehl's gives you a lot of samples when you buy fa- like facial. God, they get you hooked. I swear. They do this thing where they're like, oh, if you buy two full size things, we'll give you eight sample size items, which all of them are like travel size, like really good size things. So you're just like, damn, I guess I'm gonna spend this $70 so I can get 12 samples of creams to slather. It's really great. I love it so much. I get 12 sample creams. I, but I mean, they're just so big and it's like sunblock and you get to choose your samples. I don't, it's great. You got to go to Kiehl's when the pandemic's over and they start doing skin tests again because um, it's great. And I think you would love it and we can go together. So anyway, so I can really get oof, my skin right. We need to get some facials for real. Let's just go have yes. a girl's day. This can just be this can just be a girls' day preparation podcast. Just kidding. We are, we are the stuff we're gonna do today. No, we do have a topic though. Like today, it's roles and relationships. We're gonna get into. Yeah, I was. I wanted to talk about it because I feel like relationship and dating and all of that have come up in abundance of times, especially since the times of COVID, because COVID has definitely made some relationships and it has really broken some up so and I won't even say that it's COVID I feel like eventually the relationship probably would have fizzled out anyway it's just COVID highlighted what they needed to see at a faster rate 
I don't think so. I think some people really thrive having distance between them where it's like you're a couple where you don't need your person to be there that consistently and you guys both travel and you're busy. So when you see each other, you really miss each other. And then when COVID hit and nobody can travel and you're in close quarters, some people don't have a dynamic to where they want to be together all the time. And I feel like that right there. You better go take a walk because that don't. If you have a good relationship, genuinely, and you guys are really like, you guys are compatible and your relationship is good, COVID should not have broken your relationship up at all. Maybe. Yeah, maybe you're right. Because I don't know. I just feel like it changed the dynamic of a lot of relationships, you know? That, like, what if the apocalypse came or some craziness and now we got to be together in a cave and now you want to divorce me because, what, you have to see my face every day? Well, yeah, because I need my, because I need, well, but I need my space a little, too. You better take your ass out inside the cave. (laughs) Ain't no reason for us to break up. We have had no problems, and now we're together all the time, and yes, I want to go out with my friends and do my thing, but you better go take a fucking walk in the neighborhood because there's no reason for us to break up. Now, if you with your man and you're like, wait a minute, those were not the mannerisms or characteristics that I thought that you had when we got together and now that I am here every day I really see what's happening and I'm not feeling it but mm-hmm. it's been, well even Kelly Clarkson like everybody she had just did that thing on in what was it people or something she did like an article about her relationship and love finding love and all that jazz and bam after COVID divorce I just feel like a lot of people broke up. Yeah, a lot. But again, it's because because people get in relationships that they're not actually compatible with the people they're in the relationship with. They're just in it because at the time it was convenient or it was fun at the time or y'all was vibing at the time or you thought y'all was on the same page and now you're not. And now you you have to be at home all day, every day. And especially if you have kids. Oh, no. If you got to be at home during covid and y'all are locked in together, and you got them kids, and you're the only one doing a majority of the work, oh, no, sir. I can't. I can't do it. You got to get out. I hate you. And see, that's my thing, too. I think sometimes it puts a highlight on an inequality, like, um, in the relationship, like a lack of balance, and you start to see that. Well, yeah, because weren't you the one that read, were you the one that told me about the, all of the moms that had to quit their job because of COVID? 800 865,000 women dropped out of the workforce between August and September. The, like, I, it's a Time article. And they were just yeah, saying crazy. that like, women just um, have been, you know, basically dropping like flies out of the workforce because it's too much trying to do it all. Well, not only that, everyone just automatically assumes that the woman is the one that has to give up all her shit to be at home. Oh, well, you're the mom, so you do it. Which is like, uh... <laughs> Oh, I mean, okay, I guess. I get what option do I have if you're just genuinely not going to? The children have to still learn. So that's why it's like when people were shitting on moms for sending their kids back to school, it's like, listen, all of this is hard. All of this is a hard choice. Everybody is just doing the best that they can and making the decisions that suit their family because it's not practical for lots of moms to be home with their kids. Honestly, parents shouldn't have had to make that choice to begin with. They shouldn't have have started school when they did. I mean, look at Brianna's school. It's what, this is the third big outbreak that I've heard about of COVID in the school. It's like y'all haven't, and then they want to like send you a message about how they're updating the mask policy and just enforcing it harder. And it's like, clearly the mask thing isn't working at a school with thousands of children who you cannot police all of those kids at all times. Like, I don't care what you say. 
or what you're doing or who's in the hallway, you cannot police a bunch of kids all at the same time, considering there's kids having sex at school during school time. So, like, please don't tell me that every single kid is walking up and down the hall with a mask on because that's not that's not the truth. I mean, we saw the pictures of the high schools when school first started. Those pictures that I was sending you, we all, I mean, they were viral. Everyone saw them. We all saw the pictures of the kids in the hallway where it's like two kids with a mask on, some of them with the mask under their nose. Like it's, it was exactly what we knew it was going to be. And then everybody wanted to act surprised. And it's just like, you can't really, you can't really be surprised that this is how it is. It's a little bit different. Well, their attention spans are like not there. Like they don't, they, and they're at home. You're in your natural element of where you normally go to relax but now your school and everything else has been thrown into your house so you have to bring work and school and everything else home like nobody's excited about that it's been a struggle i know most of the moms that i know are ready to rip their hair out it's been a lot and a lot of people i mean people have been back to work for months now it's not like they just started going back they've been back for months and just trying to figure it out and trying to navigate it and you know i I know there are dads that help, but like from from the most part, from what I hear, it's kind of just like mom's taking it all on. And I'm I don't in a situation where I guess the man is the breadwinner and he's doing the most for you and then you have to hold down the household in exchange. I understand that. But then I feel like if you're working full time and then you have to come home and be a homeschool teacher or you're working from home and being a homeschool teacher and parent and chef and everything else all day long when do the breaks come for moms that's what i'm trying to figure out the balance is always the balance always seems off to me now in a lot of modern relationships because there's this idea of like oh yeah let's do everything i'm not a sugar daddy or whatever and let's just do this 50 50 thing and i'm just like i want you to understand that me paying 50% of the bills and you paying 50% of the bills, but me bearing majority of the parenting. And then also who keeps the fucking house clean? If I'm doing all of that too, we're not 50, 50, right? That is not That's a 50, 50 relationship. What this is, is like, you're paying half and I'm doing the most. That's what it is. Right. You got I'm me paying my way. You're paying your way. You're doing your thing. I'm doing my thing and everybody else's thing at the same time doesn't make any sense and then when you're running to the ground and you're tired as hell it's like oh no the kids are in bed let's let's screw and you're just like are right. you not gonna get back at me are you what do you mean why do you have that oh, on the where's your where's your nighty your sexy nighty at and you're just like i just finished washing you know a family's worth of dishes what do you mean right like i just did the dishes and laundry and put kids to bed 48 times because the youngest one loves water every 17 seconds or has like some new thing she needs to tell me so like i done done all that and now you want me to be like yeah girl let's let's get it in sir you didn't help me do none of this but you want me to like muster up the strength to be like oh yeah let's get it in i am hot and ready like a pizza Stupid. <laughs> You're stupid. You the logic the there here. doesn't make sense. And maybe, maybe what I've been dealt a bad batch and there's men out there that are really killing it. But from most of the structures that I have seen, what I see is people in an uneven situation. Right. In my experience. Well, 
for me being married, I just never, I didn't picture my relationship the way that it is. No, it's not terrible. So nobody freak out. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying it's not what I thought it was going to be at all. We have completely different views and whatever on how we want our relationship to play out. Everything isn't different, obviously, or we would have been not together, but like certain things, certain things that I thought that were going to be in my marriage that are not. I just feel like there's this, like, a I think it was, who was it? It was a, a podcast about nothing. Their episode, they were talking about like what men want in relationships and their expectations. And even Dr. Dr. Lurv, I think is how you say it. Lurv, love, I don't know. It's spelled L-U-R-V-E, yeah. Yeah, she also did a relation, uh, uh, an episode on her podcast about like five, I think it was like five things real men have that players don't or whatever. And both of the um, episodes were had, like, they talked about, like, communication and stuff like that. And I just feel like, oh, my God, if you don't turn. <laughs> See? That's Sorry. what I'm saying. Like I, Random traffic coming Jesus here. Christ, I can't stand it. Like, why are you driving 25? Like, good Lord. Anyway, um, yeah, like, a, what comes up a lot, I notice, is communication and, like, deal breakers and relationships and boundaries and things like that, like, Stuff that people don't really necessarily think about when they get in relationships because the vibe is just so great or whatever. So they don't think about all of the other stuff that you're going to need in that relationship after six months of being with each other. You need to have communication. There's going to be a time where you're going to argue about something and you should probably know how to communicate so that way you're not playing the stupid ass silent game like me and my husband did. When one or both of us are upset, just don't say nothing at all instead of just like talking about it. Or like that drives me nuts. To talk about it, but the other person is just snappy and annoyed, so they don't want to talk about it, or they feel like everything you're saying, even if you're like, "This is how I feel and this is what I'm going through," they take it they take offense immediately as if you're saying that they're like the worst person in the world. And it's like, no, I'm just telling you how I feel, how you made me feel in the moment. And now I just want you to acknowledge how you made me feel. And then we can move on from it, like apologize or like whatever, whatever the situation is. And then we can move on from it. But you ignoring it or ignoring me or not talking about it. How's that going to help? It doesn't help. And it's immature. You're just going to go on doing whatever and then not talking to each other until you're like, oh, well, I guess I have to say something to them about whatever. And then you end up talking about something random. And then you go on about your time. You start talking again, but you never went over any argument that you had. So nothing was ever really resolved. It just kind of like happened. And then you just moved on. Yeah. And then I feel like what makes it even more annoying is like you do spend the time ignoring one another. And then you don't have a conversation. And then... I feel like it usually is some kind of like thing where it's like, oh, I'll crack a joke to test to test out the waters. And like, if she laughs, then we're cool. And it's like, no, no, we're not cool. It's like, no, I just have 9,000 other things that I have going on. So like arguing with you is not something I'm thinking about right now. I don't like that. I Be mature and please just apologize to me. Like, and because my thing is like, I go to therapy because I want to know how to be a better communicator. I want to be a better person, period. Part of communicating is knowing when you fucked up, say you're sorry, like take accountability for your shit, say you're sorry and move on. Because I feel like that makes another person feel better. 
Dusting shit under the rug solves nothing. And when you apologize, I feel like that opens the door to have a conversation like, hey, what you said really bothered me. Like, it's not it's not necessarily what you said. Maybe it's the way you said it or whatever. Like, I don't know. I feel like communication is like a lost art in relationships. I also just feel like people in general, men right now have these high expectations of like what you're supposed to do and what you're supposed to bring to the table. And they want to bring the absolute least to the table. And I want somebody to make that make sense because I don't get it. Man. Like you want to, you want everything but want to do nothing. How do you right. even feel? How could you? How could you feel so entitled? And that's why everybody laughs because, again, I mean, this is like a repetitive thing, but I'm dating. So for me, everybody always laughs in my, you know, girl chat with you guys. And when I talk to my sister and I'm just like, all these men feel like they're so special. And a lot of them are just handsome and boring. Like, it's not, you're not that special. So then for you to have all these expectations, it's just hilarious to me because why? What, like, I can't you deserve the moon and the stars and you want to do what? Like you want to pull up to the table and just eat and bring nothing to it. That's not how it works. I'm not around here anyway. I guess maybe there are some women out there that are just willing to do any and everything for nothing, but that's not my style. I don't see that. I don't see that as a lifestyle. No, I don't see it at all. Cause it's stupid. Like you want me to give you 100% of me, but you only want to give 40% of you. Listen, <laughs> Nope. No. Because my thing is like, if I'm going to, first of all, if I'm busting down 50% of the bills with someone, I'm going to roommate. Right. Because that is essentially a roommate. Like, what, what are we doing here? I just feel like it just doesn't make any sense how much they want from you. But then look, like they want, they want you to be a freak in the sheep, a lady in the street, a boss babe, a homemaker, Martha Stewart, Rachel in the kitchen. Like, just they have so many expectations for you, but you're like, oh, okay, well, I want you to do X, Y, Z. And I'm like, oh my God, you're just my, okay. Boy. My thing is, you want all of this. I want two solid rounds of good dick and some money. And then it's like, oh, you're a gold digging bitch. I can't believe you. You need to get that shit out of here with those expectations. But then it's like, you want everything from me. You want me to look good. You want me to be smart and easy to talk to. Don't want me to give you no headaches, give you the sex you want and everything else. It just, no, like, fuck you. All of y'all. Because <laughs> like, it just doesn't yeah. make any sense. Like, you just sitting there looking with the blinky eyes. Like, what are you talking about? Is this, for, is this real life? Or like, are you playing with me right now? Because I just really need to know. <laughs> Ari featured me for being body positive, and I'm going to go celebrate by eating mozzarella sticks. <laughs> this girl said about eating mozzarella sticks. I, I told a guy the other day, he was like, oh, I just think you're so cute, and you just, like, really embrace the fact that you love to eat. I'm like, no, I'm the snackiest girl of all time. Like, I'm that girlfriend where it's like, oh, did you eat? And it's just like, yeah, but I could eat still. Like, I, Man, don't get a twisted. I can't eat again, sir. Yeah, I'll eat again. And they think it's funny and cute. And one of them hooked me up. Uber, Uber eats $100 in that thing. So, you know, they just be out here trying to feed me and hang. That's all. And that's what I'm saying. Like, people want you to buy into this idea where it's like, oh, what you want ain't out there. And the men ain't out there that are going to do X, Y, Z and do this and that. And it's like, boy, goodbye. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. They're 100% out there. And all they want to do is just hang and... Honestly, I feel like some of them want to spend money on a woman from from the experiences that I've had. I feel like some of them want to spend money on a woman and, and do whatever and like just kind of enjoy the company of a woman with no 
real expectations, which is just like, that's very refreshing for me coming from a situation where it was nothing but expectations and then nothing in return but disrespect. So if you are in a situation and somebody's trying to tell you better is not out there, don't buy into that hype because that's more than more than a lie. Right. It is a, a big lie. That's just basically you not wanting to have to do anything more. Check it out, booze, because I'm not even going to say sis because I'm, I feel like it's a real diverse community out there. That'll be our demographic. So, you know. Look, booze. It's some fine, rich men out here that want to take you out and spend a hundred dollars on lunch and take you to dinner and buy you presents. They, they are there. They definitely want to do it. Please don't get it twisted to where you let somebody convince you that better is not out there because it's definitely out there. But you got to keep your standard high too. If you accept the okie doke, you'll get it. And I feel like it's just I just don't understand like the whole I want this, that, and the third, but I'm not going to give you what you want. Men are bold in a way where it's like we have these expectations, and this is what you're going to give, and we won't accept anything less. I think it's women that that get fooled into thinking if they're high maintenance, nobody's going to want them, so they dumb it down. Because there's this thing where it's like, oh, don't be too extra or you won't get a man. It's like, shut the hell up. There are some men out there that I know that like their women extra. Not to mention, I don't, what is extra exactly? Because like some of the shit that they be saying is extra. I'm like, but that's regular. Like there's millions of women that feel the same way. Like, I guess, I guess if you, there's something, someone for everyone. First of all, there is someone for everyone. So if you have a specific way that you're trying to live your life or, you have a specific way you want your relationship, open your mouth and communicate with the person that you're in a relationship with. So that way they can confirm to you, yes, I am cool with that. Or no, that is not my vibe. We should just be friends. But the problem is you want to lie because you like what I, you like, what's going on. You just don't want to, well, you want to, like, what you want it up. Right. You want what you want, but you don't, you have absolutely no intention of changing or being what she's asking for. You just want to morph her into what you're asking for. And it's like, what's the point? Just find someone that already wants what you want and does what you do. They don't want, they don't want a basic. They don't want that. Oh no, I don't want no basics. I don't want no basics, this and that. They don't, they want a bad bitch. Like they want to fly But what's the point of going out and getting Rihanna when you want to treat her like Karen from the grocery store? Listen, I don't, I really don't know. It just doesn't make any sense. Like, sir please. I don't get it. Can you please explain it to me? Cause I'm very confused right now. Like, I guess you can call me slow. Maybe this is when I should stop using my stupid woman brain, but like, I don't get it. And that's the thing with like boundaries, deal breakers, and like non-negotiables. Like, I feel like those should be talked about in the first like month of dating. If oh, you feel like I, it's going somewhere, if you don't feel like right. it's going nowhere, you're just kicking it. Don't, you don't got to say shit. But like, if you're trying to make this like a real thing, you should probably pick that man's brain or woman's brain or whatever situation you got going on to make sure that everyone is on the same page because you being like yeah yeah mm-hmm, i want all the stuff you want girl yeah girl whatever you say yep and then y'all get together and then she's like okay but i thought you said x y and z and he's like no i don't we together now like i don't see the point i feel like that, worry about in that? this day and age there's too much easy access sex for you to be out here agreeing to being in a relationship with a person when you know you don't want to provide what they want or need if it's just about wanting to get your nut off there's so much frivolous I mean, I swear, I'm on Tinder, I'm swiping around, and it's so much, so much. I just want to hook up tonight. I'm in town. I'll leave tomorrow. So, like, if you're just trying to bone, whatever. But it's just like, no, what you're trying to do is trap. What you're trying to do is trap somebody. And, like, one, one of my favorite people on the internet, Leah McSweeney, she is um, 
Married to the Mob is her clothes, her clothing line. And, you know, she's like a boss bitch. Or yeah, whatever, I love but Leah. She has, I love Leah. And she has a, a phrase, good dick will imprison you. And that's really what they want to do. Like, they want to dickmatize you so that you'll accept anything. So it's like they hit you with that. The 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 shit that all fuck boys have, where it's like they all have good dick, they all have good dick, and the behavior is so ragged. That's how they trap you. Well, it's just like there, there's no point. Like, what are you trapping me for? Like, you think just because we're together and like, yeah, now I got like feelings for you. It's like catfishing, but like catfishing emotionally. It's emotional catfishing, is what it is. Like, I, you you lied to me. Like, you said you wanted what I wanted. You said we were on the same page. You said. You want X, Y, Z? I said I wanted X, Y, Z. And then we get together, and then six months later, I'm like, okay, but I thought you said you wanted X, Y, Z as well. And you're like, oh no, I want A, B, and C. But like, you know, I just wanted to get, I wanted to be with you. So I figure, you know, once we get together, and you know, you caught, we caught feelings, you caught feelings or whatever, you'd be cool with it. No, I'm not cool with it. I still want what I want. Like now, I'm just mad and stuck in a situation with you because now I got feelings for some stupid idiot that lied to me and told me that he wanted the same shit I wanted. And then we got in a relationship and you don't want none of that. But then it's just like, by the time you're just like, Oh, uh, I'm over it now. It's just like, Oh, well not still. It takes time. You got to give it time. Right. Well, you can't bro. You can't have everything. Actually incorrect. I can have whatever I want. And anytime I want, as long as I ask correctly, hello, has anyone ever heard of manifestation? Like, I just, I don't get it. If there's something that you want, just open your mouth and say what you want. I've dated very unprofessional people in my life. <laughs> and they all have, they have honestly been the most straightforward of the bunch. I respect when that. When it comes to, so this is what, this is what it is. I'm not here for no, like, relationship. I'm not trying to get into nothing like that. I just, you know, I just want to kick it. I just want somebody to cool it with here and there and I, I i respect that much more than you being like yeah girl i want everything you want mm -hmm. and then you just stringing me along and playing games all the time and being like no that's not mm, no i changed my mind i don't want i don't want to do none of that i wish we could take callers on this show because i really want some men to call in and let me know I, that's what we need we need a like a little call-in line every once in a while answer some questions i just feel like i want a man to let me know what the point of wasting somebody's time like that big waste your time energy for what what is the point i guess please make it make sense to me shoot us an email let us know why what is the point of getting right, into I want a, a man situation to when that. you know you know full well from the absolute jump you you're like yeah i'm about to get this bitch because i don't want how this shit she wants but she's fine and i'm really trying to lock it down for a while so I can waste her time. Please make it. Yeah. Please explain. Please explain. Men, I don't need a woman to call and tell me, you know, men ain't shit. Like, I'm not, I don't need you to email me and tell me that. But like, right, like, please don't call in with the men hatred or not call in because got no number at all. But like, please don't leave no comments about hating on men. That's not what we're here for. What I'm here for, I'm trying to find out from a man, like, why, why y'all lie? Like, just, why you can't just be straightforward with it? Like, yeah, I get it. You see a baddie and you like, ooh, yeah, I want to get with that. But like, you got to be on that level. Like, don't try and get with her and then bring her down to your level. Like, she was already at a different level when you met her. I never understand that. You get a girl that like dresses sexy and looks good and is high maintenance and takes care of herself and everything else and then gets her hair and nails done and all that. And then y'all get together and then you expect her to keep that up, but like on her own dime, but then also take care of the household pay half of the bills, take care of the kids and all that. Or the ones that like get with 
these baddies and then want them to wear sweatpants and no makeup every day. And I'm like, but why would you get with somebody that had a full face on when you met them? Stupid. If you want a natural beauty, get you a natural beauty. Find you the girl at the grocery store who's not wearing any makeup. Don't find the girl that has glitter eyeshadow and lashes and be like, yep, that's the one. But when I get with her, though, I want her to take all that off and just be natural all the time. I want to strip you down to be a basic bitch so you can't leave me for something better. Right. So that way I can tell you consistently now that I've dulled you down and changed your whole, changed everything about you and you're insecure now and everything else because I made it my mission to make sure that I beat you down just a little bit so you don't feel like you can leave me. Divorce gave me some real perspective and I just, hell no, I'll stick to my guns next time around and if somebody can't rise to the occasion, I'll be by myself because I'm having a real good time. Yeah, like it, it just doesn't make any sense. Like there's no point. Like there's, there's, like I said, there's someone for everyone. There's plenty of people that have, the, that want the same thing you want. Find that. Everybody would be so much happier if you just went for what you wanted in the first place. Stop trying to find people that you're not supposed to be with. You need to find somebody that's in in your league, period, point blank. I don't understand the point of finding someone and being like, "Mm, yeah, I like her, but like, I want to tweak. I want to tweak these things about her. I like her enough, but I'm going to get with her and then just say things every now and again, just kind of throw it out there, kind of get her thinking a little bit. And then once I've brought her down to my level, I'm just going to tell her repeatedly that she ain't going to find nobody better. I read something the other day that was like, the gist of it was basically like, don't date at your level, date at the level that you want to be at. For me, that's a whole fucking vibe. I've been dating some older men, like in their forties, they got some grown man energy. And when I tell men mature at like 40, literally it's different when they these men are out here they have their shit together they smell good they look good they have money they want to treat you good and like they want a little a little wifey to be doing the little shit around the house and whatever and being cute like that's that's the vibe so it's like well because they're grown and they're done playing games like literally i read an article and it's like i think it's like between like 40 and 45 or something like that is when a man actually like reaches his full mature peak which i'm like god damn 40 like i gotta wait for you to be 40 sir for you to get it together like i don't have time for that why like get it together now i don't want to wait for you until you're 40 now you're that shit is crazy but then also right acting stupid as hell and it's just like okay i want a man and that's the thing it's not like i'm trying to and I'm sure there are women out there that are trying to live off a man. I'm not trying to live off a man. I love to secure my own bag. Nothing makes me real excited than making my own money. I love to make money. So I need a man that is going to motivate me. And most of the time, women who are really bred up and not to say, not to say that there are not women who really get it how they live and do it on their own. But I'm going to tell you, women who have those supportive boyfriends and supportive spouses, shit hits different for them, period. You will never oh, yeah, convince for sure. me otherwise. You can tell for sure. A woman you will never convince me otherwise. Like, it's so different. It's so different when you have somebody that's really about you and it's like, oh no, I believe in you. So whatever you want to do, I'm going to put, I'm going to put, not only am I going to put some support behind you, I'm going to put some action and some money behind you because I believe in you and I know that you're smart as fuck and you're going to bring it back tenfold. You know what? Right. Let fucking Gucci Mane be the example. I love Gucci Mane. Everybody knows. Kirsten, this Gucci Mane tidbit is for you. Because me and you, we love Gucci. Gucci. Gucci, exactly. Gucci went to prison. Gucci busted this bitch down a million dollars. 
He went to prison. One he gave her a million. million maybe one, maybe two. Dollars. I think it's two million. Maybe he gave her two million dollars. He got out of prison. Flip that shit. This bitch flipped that Hard. shit to eight million dollars. Put some money into your bitch. She will bring you a great return back. And it's like, if you don't want to put money in your bitch, don't have one. Period. Please, If you're not giving me anything, don't have a, don't be single. And that's what I told, that's what I have said. If you can't afford a wife, you don't need to get one. And I tell my male friends that aren't married, I'm like, let me tell you something. Don't be a brokey. Nobody likes that. Happy wife, happy life is a real fucking notion. Bitches want to go on dates. We want presents. We want flowers. And in return, it's blowjobs and good sex where we ride the dick for more than three minutes. And like fun sex where we just do it in a parking lot. Like you really will get everything you want in life if you keep your bitch happy. It's just not, it's 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 science. Like it's so easy. It's one plus one. It's one plus one. And again, everyone is different. So not every woman is going to want that. There's no some yeah, girls that are real lax and they don't want some people that. want like Find one of them. books and cuddles and quality time and just like a cat from the shelter. <laughs> right. Like I adopted this cat for us to take care of together. Like there's there's a bitch out there for you. There's someone for everyone. But don't get the girl that wants to go on friend trips and she does this, that, and the third, and she's dressing like this and then you get with her and you're like oh no I don't I don't want to hang out with none of your friends I don't want to do none of that stuff that you do and I don't want you to wear that anymore I want you to wear this instead I like it better when you do this I like it better when you're natural I like it better it's like there's one thing it's one thing for your man to see you on a Saturday morning with your hair in a messy bun and his sweatshirt on and your sweatpants and him being like oh babe I just oh where they tell you that lie and tell you you're the most beautiful thing. It's so sweet. Right. It no, warms it me up. Well, you looking listen, crazy as hell, like a listen, straight gremlin. We all and know he's like, better. you are the beautifulest we, thing I've ever seen. We all know I look better in bad bitch mode. Y'all want to tell that lie. It's the sweetest lie that any man tells. I love it. Please do it every day. I love it so much. So but like, don't get with a bitch and be like, I love you natural. But you're saying it all the time because you want her to go out to dinner with you at Red Lobster with no makeup on. Like, get out of here. My, my man needs to know at any notice, I might come home with a short Jada Pinkett little haircut from, like, woo, and I might come home with a 30-inch wig, like a 30-inch wig. Like, you just, don't try to put me in a box. I'm I'm coming all different ways all the time. Like, just enjoy the ride. Don't try to change me. Right. Like, that's, that's not gonna go well. I've had many a, a hair changes in my life, and... Some of them weren't as great, but everyone knows that I am here for my my weave. I'm here for my long ass extensions. I need them in my life, even though I cut all my hair off and continue to cut it and it's at my shoulders now. I don't care. I'm still going to put my weave in. Why? Because I like it. It's for me. I did it when I was single and I'm going to do it whether I'm in a relationship or not. But please don't get in a relationship with me and then be like, oh, I like you natural. Oh, you should wear this instead. Okay, you should find you a bitch that wants to wear that. I, because it's not me. I wasn't wearing that when I met you. So why would you ask me to do that now? I'm confused. I feel like <laughs> people need to really have conversations with their significant other or the person that they're dating or talking to and be very clear and open with what it is that you want. It's very, it's so simple. <laughs> 
Huh? Maybe people don't want to admit that they're basic. I feel like people need to have conversations with each other about like what they want. It's very simple. I think sometimes people get in a relationship before they really know who they are. And I, I definitely am guilty of that. Like, I feel like my relationship was chosen based, based off who I was and what I thought I deserved at that time in life. And then once I got older and matured, I was like, oh, no, this shit. No, this is not it at all. I don't want any of this. This is absolutely not it. This is not enough. This is not fulfilling. No, I don't like it. So I think sometimes if you don't have a good knowledge of yourself, you can find yourself in a situation where you're in a relationship that doesn't fit you years down the line if you grow. You can definitely grow out of your situation. So it's like sometimes I think people are who they are, but it's like you're just not looking. Who you are in the very beginning of a relationship versus who you might be later on is different so it's like sometimes it doesn't even apply to where it's like people are being dishonest it's just you know what you wanted then versus what you want now is just different and i feel like you're allowed to grow and want more in your relationship you just have to understand that that might not translate into a long-term relationship with the person that you're with and that was the case in my situation like i we met at a time i i I want more i'm not afraid to say that i want more and it's just like you know you can either meet and work to have it be better or you can jump ship because you decide you don't want to do the work. But like, if that's the, if that's what you're going to choose, then I don't want to stay around. Right. Cause it's stupid. Why am I going to stay around somebody who clearly doesn't want anything that I want? It doesn't make any sense. And, and I don't want to spend my whole life feeling bad about what I want either. I don't want to feel bad for wanting to have more and, you know, be a little more. And like, in my specific case, I'm like, Hey, I really, I think I want to be like in love, like for real, for real. And I, I don't think that's this. And it's just like, oh, what you want is not real or what you want is too much. And it's like, well, maybe it's too much for you or maybe it's not real for you. But like for me, I want something different. And I think I'm going to just go about pursuing that. Right. I just feel like, I mean, even for me, when, when Kevin and I got married, like we were literal children. Like we had, we were 22 and 23 we had no idea what a marriage entailed or a long-term relationship. I mean, I hadn't even been in a long, I hadn't been in a relationship longer than a year before I got married to Kevin. Like he is literally my longest relationship ever, obviously. Yeah. When we got together, we were very young. We were both fresh out of relationships ish for him, but we were both out of relationships and we both had a child from a previous relationship. So I feel like for us, we bonded on the fact that we both had a child. We were both out of a out of relationships, and we were having fun at the time. Like it was fun. He's a fun guy. He makes me laugh. Whatever. But we both also have two completely different upbringings. Like his upbringing is very vastly different from mine. So you also learn how to be in a relationship from who you're from who you're raised by. Like you might not turn out exactly like your parent but you're still gonna take some of the things that you learn as a child into adulthood it just happens and until you oh yeah it it molds you until you go to therapy or like want to change it yourself or whatever it's gonna stay the same you're just gonna you're gonna be how you're a product of your environment so you're just gonna be that product of how you feel like you should be until you decide, okay, I want to change or I want to be different or I want to stay the same. Like some people want to stay the same and that's fine. Stay the same. Just know that whoever you're with, they might not want to also stay 
with you being the same. And it's not fair to expect them to. Right. Because then that person is trapped in a relationship because they feel trapped because they feel like they're going to be the worst person ever because they wanted to leave a relationship that wasn't terrible, but it wasn't, it also wasn't giving them everything that they needed in a relationship or wanted in a relationship. Let's take the narrative that a relationship has to be absolutely awful for you to leave it. Like, let's just, let's stop that. Or the fact that like love hurts because it doesn't, it's not supposed to hurt. That's not how love is supposed to go. Are you going to argue with your significant other over stupid stuff? Of course you are. Yes. Are you going to have disagreements possibly about family situations or your mother-in-law is getting on your nerves or your father-in-law is crazy? Whatever the situation is, yes, you're going to have those issues in any relationship because it's two completely different people from two completely different upbringings. So, of course, you're going to have different things that you disagree on. But it should also not be consistently painful. That's not love. No, it's not. Being in a tumultuous, passionate relationship. I just saw a TikTok today from a therapist that was like, your brain gets used to that trauma and then it becomes an addiction. So you end up being addicted to like that, uh, that roller coaster feeling, that up and down of like, oh, it's really good. Oh, it's really bad. That it gets addicting to your brain. Yeah. Like I just, I don't know. I just feel for me personally that you you can grow and change and but i mean look at all the other successful relationships of people who grew and again they they started from the bottom like you saw them photos oh my god their wedding photos they started those wedding photos out here building that gargantuan house so that house is insane when you put energy effort love emotion and all of that into your relationship it will blossom into something better for both of you if only one person is doing the work only that person is going to be the one that grows and they're going to be like okay well if you want to stay where you're at or where we were I I don't want that because I've already grown. I'm old now. Like, I'm trying to do something different. And, like, I'm sorry, but, like, I'm not a ride or die for you. I'm not doing that. Like, if you love me, you'll let me emotionally traumatize you. No. If you love me, you'll go to fucking therapy. I think Zanayiko and Big Sean are so cute because, like, they were in a relationship and then they broke up. And then they went back to therapy. They went to therapy and everything else and got back together. And I, for whatever reason, I just think that is the cutest thing of all time. Because they're well, like, because hey, you have a man better. that's like open with his emotion enough to be like, yeah, let's go some, let's go to a professional to have them help us fix our problem. Right. Hey, I do love you. I just don't know how to necessarily maybe love you right or talk to you or whatever the problem is. But I'm willing to do the work to work on it. That's cool, right? Man. Because that's that's gross. That's an adult. That's what you do. You really super love me. You love me right. so much that you're just like, you know what? Yeah, like let's figure it out. Let's do whatever it takes to be in a better situation and be better for one another come on man like what's better than that right it doesn't make any sense like why would you not why would you not want that and i think some people do want it they just don't want to put the work in or they just feel like they just deserve it where it's like oh no i should just get this and it's like no it that's not how 
No, you don't. Just Ugh, get I married you. You're not just gonna give me what I want now. It's like, I mean, are you I'm gonna get a relationship with you? God, I'm faithful and I pay the rent. So what the fuck? Hell, Hell, no. Half the time it's yeah. not even all. The I was gonna say that half the time they weren't even. They just didn't even have sex with somebody yet. So you just like, okay, congratulations for like not cheating on me. Like, should I? Should I give you a medal every time you walk through the door and you haven't, like, slept with someone else? Like, what does that mean? Girl, bye. They'll be right right out here trying to take a little $27 flight to Miami. Get out of here. It's different times out here in in the streets. It's a real different time for dating. It really is. There's a lot of just relationships in general. I feel like COVID also helped a lot of people really sit down and be like, okay, what do I want? Like, is this what I want? Or, or oh, I feel I like want. that's in every aspect too of like career and everything. I think people people have really had time to sit with themselves and have some come to Jesus moments where it's like, what do I really want out of life? But yeah, I mean, listen, y'all, I'm gonna say this as a person that's dating: don't settle. If the I'm queen, say this as a person that's married, don't settle. As the queen of Sheba, Ariana Grande can be out here yeah, getting engaged every six months. Sheba. I'm just saying, she's just like a little tiny micro princess. And I know she's high maintenance AF, so if she can be out here finding a man, bitch, if Kim Kardashian has a man that just really be out here trying to cater to her, and you know she's high maintenance as fuck, don't believe that there's not a man out there that will wake up and take you to Cracker Barrel on Sunday or wherever your brunch place of choice is, okay? Like, look, if there are men on my 600-pound life that will literally wash their 600-pound girlfriend or wife, and make six Taco Bell runs for her, even though she's cussing him out because he doesn't want to give her the tacos, but she wants them anyway. Right. If she can find her a man that's dedicated to her, you can find you a man that can give you what you want. If Honey Boo Boo's mom can be out here dating pre-weight loss. Mama June, getting it. You can be Everybody. out here too. Everybody. Everybody's got so. standards. Everyone has standards. Even even Mama June has standards. Just Everybody stay in your lane. that they want. Be honest about what you want and who you are so that you can attract somebody like-minded and you're not out here trying to relationship fish somebody with something, you know, that trying to give them something they don't want and something you don't want. Let's just not do that to each other. In 2020, let's just be real about what we want, whether you just DTF or really trying to be in an LTR, you know, let's just do that. I feel like, I feel like emotional catfishing is like, the equivalent of it makes me understand why women stab men <laughs> man for real <laughs> like those them crimes of passion it makes it make sense so much when people come through with that big waste of time energy and then try to sweep you off your feet like they're just really that's the thing too a person that can really play the role and like plays the role for a couple years then the bottom falls out bitch that's the worst kind of time waster right there Man. That right there, ooh, my goodness, that right there is really, that's the one. So, emotional if you're a man and you're listening, don't like be that guy. Well, it's disrespectful. Like, well, emotional catfishing, it's like you're in a relationship with someone who you thought was XYZ and they're really ABC. Actual yeah. catfish, like you got time to be like, okay, girl, like you said that or like, like that. Poor girl that went on that day. I don't know what I was listening to some podcast. I can't remember what it was. I'm sure I'll find it. I'll put it in the show notes. But that episode was funny. But she met she met this guy on Tinder. This man put in his profile that he was a six foot five black man. <laughs> <laughs> they had pictures and all on the Tinder thing. So they set up a date. 
this girl is there. She's like, what is she? She said she was like 5'11 or 6 feet in heels or some shit. So she's there waiting for her tall chocolate man. And up pops this short ginger white man. <laughs> and she's like, um, who are you? Who are you? And he was like, oh, I'm whatever he said his name was on the thing. And she was like, no, you're not. He was like, no, but I am though. Like, I just, I didn't, I didn't think you would talk to me if you saw the way, if you saw me. So I thought we could get emotionally connected first. Sir, goodbye. You're not even the same person. Like nothing about you is the same. Can, you I'm even, sorry, why but... would you lie about being a black man? Like, why wouldn't you just say you're white? Like, you could have said you were a six foot five white man. Like, you could have said you were Michael Phelps, but you were like, no. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to say that I am a six foot five black. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take this lie as far as it can possibly go. I'm gonna find photos and all of this unsuspecting man. I'm gonna put it on my Tinder profile. I want to know how many people, how many women have like walked up to this man in the store or somewhere <laughs> random and been like, ah, "You ghosted me," and he's like, "What's that Who are you? What are you talking about, ma'am? I don't even know you at all. I'm not even on social you media. You don't remember me from from Tinder? It's, it's Tiffany. No, ma'am, I I don't know a Tiffany. I'm I'm not on Tinder. Oh no, but you are though. This is your profile. And he's like, oh no, that's not my profile. Like none of those credentials are correct. I feel like Tinder Tinder's trying to like get the bots and spammers out of here. So there's this thing you can do now where it's like I, I couldn't figure out what the blue checks were at first because they didn't tell you. You just saw these blue checks popping up and I'm like, what are these? Like verified Tinder verified? Right. And that's why I'm like, damn, like how much Bone and D of the dude to get verified on here. Like, I don't know what's happening. I don't get this. But what it is, is once you're verified, it means that you have taken like a candid photo of yourself. In... How much bone and well, because I, like, I was like, man, you must be a champion. Oh, like, like, you got a champ, sir. Right. You got a blue check next to you. You got on all the dates. Like, I didn't know what it, I didn't know what it's for. But what it is, is to say that dates. your picture, your picture is authentically yours. So, like, they make you take like a candid selfie in the app so it can, you know, match your face to your profile picture, well, which is nice. That people have said when you go on, when you've gone on a date, they're like, oh, you actually look like your picture. And every I'm like, is that a single thing? guy, every single guy, which my profile is very versatile. I have pictures of me full body. I have pictures of me, no makeup. I have pictures of me, gym clothes, nice clothes. It's a whole thing. Because I was like, I never want to hear like, oh, you don't look like yourself because that's right. a thing here. So I, I, I have straight hair. I have buns. Like every way, every single way that I wear my hair, all the different styles of way that I dress, it's on my Tinder profile in like six pictures. I think you can put six pictures up there and like in six well, pictures. I'm a fucking catfish because you're a grown right. adult. And and I mean I and I'm me. Like I, you know, it's dumb. also so, again. What do you think you are going to gain by catfishing someone, and then I'll never know because person? the only thing they're gonna do is get pissed. Like, have there were there any love stories on that where people are like, you know what, I just love your personality. I feel like a couple times that happened, but I'm like, this is fake. You just want to not make them feel like shit, and I don't think this is real because <laughs> I just no person wants to be with somebody who lied for them perpetually for nine months. But also if you, I I'm sorry, but every single man that I have dated, I FaceTime within like a day or two. Oh, oh no, I don't know to, you're real. I've watched. That's what, that's what I'm saying. So it's like, how, how did you go full blown with this person for 12 months? Or sometimes these people are like, we were in a three year relationship. How for three years you have bad internet service. Yeah. 
and they fall for the dumbass lies every time. And I'm like, okay, girl. So you, but it was one guy that literally bought this bitch an iPhone and sent it to her, and she still did not FaceTime this man. Talking about, oh, I, I dropped the phone and broke it. The camera don't work. Yeah, okay, I bet, All right, girl. So yeah, every every guy that I've been on a date with is like, oh wow, you really look like your pictures, and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, cool. Oh, you look like your pictures. Wow, you're actually pretty in person. What? I guess I've just never tried. But I've also, I guess girls. What I'm learning is girls facetune and filter the shit out of their faces. So when oh, they yeah, meet these sure. guys, they, they don't look like their pictures. So when people meet me and they see that, you know, like my face is actually my face, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's refreshing because there's a lot of filters out there. And what I've seen in my case is like most of the time the men are more handsome in person than they are in photos because men do not know how to take pictures for Man, they're, they're the so i mean i've showed you you scrolled with me you've seen it's like what are these angles what is this like do you want to look attractive okay you don't have Listen, no friends they don't nobody's nobody's helping them it's like they're not setting their profile up with their sister or their homegirl they're not and they should because the pictures are awful and none of it makes me be like oh he's so handsome or sometimes you think somebody's like okay and you see them in person it's like wow you're actually incredibly handsome it doesn't make sense that your picture is so stupid <laughs> so stupid all right y'all so we just wanted to come and put our two cents in on the relationship dating covid whatever y'all got going on situationships the the entanglements that entanglements. we are in Girl, that- entanglements that's my new favorite word it's hilarious that's why but yeah, we hope you enjoyed this. Definitely send us a comment, a message, voice message. Time, I don't care. Send us something. I need to and know. Has anyone honestly, been catfished if you stayed in the relationship? And also, if you got a fuckboy homeboy, please, please let him email us and just let us fully understand the, you know, you can the logic. Yeah, no, please be anonymous. It's fine. I just, I want a male hoe to write me and tell me the thrill of wasting somebody's time. I just need to understand it. And then I can let it go. Waste my time. What's the waste her time 2020? Like, I want to know what the point of that is. Please, please let me know. Yeah. So it's been another episode of Bestie Chat. Um, We appreciate all of y'all. And to whomever is out there rating us, it means everything because that's how we get more visibility. So yeah, we got know, our first rating, download, Ooh, like, done. subscribe, you know, rate. We're official podcasters because now that's what we're saying to people. Yeah, we're here. We're here to run our mouths. And I feel like podcasting is perfect for us. So yeah, you know. thanks for listening. Later. Thanks for joining me this week on the Awkward Mom Stage podcast. Make sure to visit our Instagram page where you can follow and find information on next week's show and any updates for the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast shows. While you're at it, if you're enjoying the show, I'd appreciate it so much if you rate the show on iTunes or share this podcast with a friend. Be sure to tune in next Wednesday for an all-new episode. I hope you're having an awesome week. Happy hump day. And always remember you're beautiful. Lola.